There is nothing wrong with your internet. Do not attempt to adjust your settings. We are controlling the podcast. We control the squealing and the screams. We can make your heart flutter, your eyes blur from tears, or sharpen your mind to crystal clarity. For the next hour, sit back. We are in control of what you hear. We repeat, there is nothing wrong with your settings. You are about to experience the awe and mystery known as the female mind. You are now entering the Fangirl Zone. Welcome to Sci-Fi Talk on the Fangirl Zone, a podcast where we discuss shows on the Sci-Fi Channel. I'm Steve. And I'm Sean Fangirl S. And tonight we'll be discussing Episode 6 of Season 1 of Ghost Wars. Seriously? see Episode 6? Yeah. Like, it doesn't even seem like that. That's crazy. No, it doesn't. One of those shows that really sucked you in. Yes. Oh, my gosh. And this one was nuts. But let's talk about ratings first. All right. This episode brought in a 0.06 in adults 18 to 49 with 0.324 million viewers, making it the 142nd rated cable show of the day. That is so weird. Because... Seriously, when you're, we're tweeting about it, which it's basically you, but I go back and look and there's so many people talking about it. It just feels yes, like there's a lot more a people. Bigger, much bigger Twitter following, it seems like, than viewership. Which is really strange. Yes, it is. And even the Live Plus 7 for Episode 4 didn't make the top 25. That, right. Yeah, it just seems yeah, like... Yeah, they have yet to make one, one top 25 yet for this season. Yeah, that just seems really odd. And I feel like that that means it's not going to be renewed. And I really like this. Oh, I do too. I think it's a fantastic show. It gets kind of dark. This yeah. episode, holy crap. Yeah, real dark. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, these went really dark really fast. So some of these episodes, it's like, this doesn't even feel like it should be like a sci-fi show. It just feels like it's almost like a horror anthology. Right. But not quite. I don't know. It's kind of hard to explain. All right. Well, let's get into episode six. We need to talk about Abigail. As Val organizes a civil defense force to protect the town, her daughter Abigail goes missing. Jimmy leads the charge to find the girl, employing Roman's medium skills and anyone who's willing to set foot in the forest on the outskirts of town. Yeah, everybody's just jumping on that bandwagon. Let's go yeah. to the forest. <laughs> yeah. In the dark. The deputy. That was the only other person that went with him. Yeah, I don't think he had too much of a choice. It was that or it looked like a huge jerk. Yes. He's like, damn, that's my boss and my other boss. <laughs> I don't have a choice. Oh, yeah. So let's jump in. Go on. All right, we start with panic or denial. The mayor is still freaking out after her run-in with the supernatural, and she's been carrying a taser around with her to ward off the spirits. Now, her and her wife argue about what's going on, but finally her wife agrees to take the taser with her on her house calls. Yeah, she didn't even believe, because surprisingly, Val's believing and has like all the electricity on. And she's like, yeah, it keeps it away. She just kind of had the eye roll, like, really? Do we need to do this? Yeah, the doctor is playing scientist. There's a reasonable explanation for everything, and bah humbug on Supernatural. Right. 
But uh, the babysitter, she should have, like, I don't know, thought a little differently. Because the babysitter comes to watch the kids, obviously. That's what she, she babysits, right? Yep. And Abigail is drawing pictures. And apparently she's really good on these with these pictures. And uh, the babysitter is like, oh, these are really good. What is that? And it's all these, the people who've died. Right. Okay. The sheriff. Because that's uh, not creepy. Right. I think and we saw her doing that a couple of episodes ago, and it sure set off red flags to me, saying, uh, this poor girl's a little too susceptible to this. Right. And like, wide she open. She probably doesn't know enough, as much as Roman does, about how to deal with it. And I had, this episode was coming in my mind. This episode, we've said before, kids in these kind of shows, super creepy. Yes. Yes. And, okay, she has a picture of the babysitter with a knife out of her skull. So, yeah. right there, I'd be like, mm, yeah, no, no, don't think so. I think I'm going to sit here and not move. I'm going to sit here while you guys color and read, and we're not moving. Yeah. No, yeah. Not going so anywhere. She goes in and uh, opens the dishwasher, and sure enough, there's this huge-ass knife inside the Who loads their dishwasher like that? Yeah. Okay, no, you do. First of all, that's a chef's knife. You do not load a chef's knife into the damn dishwasher. No. Anybody worth their salt in the kitchen knows. No, 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 no. Second, you don't load it with it up like that. No. no. Oh my god. And as soon as you've seen that, why? Why would you not go? <laughs> yeah, nope. And walk out of the yeah. room. Exactly. But instead, she hears a kitten and looks, and the kitten's in the. In the uh, garbage disposal. Oh, no, little kitty, how'd you get in there? Do they have a damn cat? No? Not that I've seen before. Hmm, weird shit's happening. You know weird shit's happening. Oh, there's a little kitty in here. Oh, hey, kitty, kitty. And she gets the cat out, and then it turns into a severed hand and freaks out and, like, slides back and right on the knife. And she broke that dishwasher. Yeah. (laughs) Granted, I'd be really pissed about the dishwasher. I'd be really freaked out that the babysitter's dead and the kids right. are just chilling in the other room. Yeah, like nothing like nothing happened. But no, just no. Oh, there's a kitty. Okay, I'm done with you. Let's go. All right, <laughs> move on to the bar where Val is sharing a beer with her brother, Billy. They're in a much better place. Yeah, hopeless, hopelessly stuck in Portmore. Which, of course, is terrible news for Val, as she's questioning him on every possible attempt to get out, which has failed, and he keeps telling her, no, 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 didn't work, didn't work, didn't work. Yes, but it was interesting. It wasn't so much about her getting him out anymore, like, get out of my face. Right, it was yeah. about getting everybody out. Yeah, we need to get the hello out of here. Right, so... At least those two are in a better place, better headspace between each other. Yes. Especially when Rodney's sister and... Boyfriend? I don't know if they were supposed to be married or not. Yeah, I couldn't tell. And what they ended up calling him was even weirder. (laughs) What did they call him exactly? Because I want to say it was like cousin-husband or something. But that may have been the other episode when it was the kissing cousins. Right, yeah. And no, I'm just like, cousins, so. just like look, putting it all together. It was weird. It just didn't make sense. It's like, what is happening? Because I believe that 
Billy did say something about, I know you want justice for your brother-in-law. Yeah, but step-uncle-in-law. Okay. What? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I knew it was something-in-law. It was weird. Yeah, it was weird. It's like, how does that work? I'm not trying to do a flow chart, so. No, I, yeah, I did not draw that out to figure out how they got. <laughs> yeah. So. Got step-uncle-in-law. No, no, I'm not going <laughs> to do that one. No, I'm good with that. But they're raising all kinds of commotion because Rodney's been killed and she wants justice. Well, the man who killed him is in jail. Yes. And And he will have court date soon as, you know, they can do it. But she's not taking that. She's like, oh, no, he's going to live like a king. It's like, "Mm, no, not really. No, but we did see him in there previously being able to drink beer and so on and so forth. So I can see why she would say, yeah, he's not really being punished. He's just got his own room now. Right. I don't know. I think now that everything has kind of come out that, I mean, he's not going to be treated poorly, No. but I think they will treat him like a prisoner for real now. Yeah. More than likely. So I guess we'll see, but Billy didn't have a, a whole lot of qualms about, Shutting those two down. Oh, right. Yeah. He says, no, you do not look or speak to my sister like that and gives our uh, step-uncle-in-law uh, <laughs> uppercut to the midsection. And <laughs> that convinces Val that he should be the new sheriff in town. Oh, did he like, say something like, oh, do I get a badge? Yeah. I'll think about it. Yeah. <laughs> Like, so maybe you're just sheriff in title and you don't get anything out of it. You right. don't get a uniform, you don't get pay, whatever. But back at the house. Yes. Little Marcus appears at the window of the girl's room. And what the hell? Exactly. You know he's dead. Yeah. And you drew a picture of him dead with crazy red eyes, by the way. Yes, because that's what they saw when they opened the closet. And somehow you're like, hey, I want to go play. Bye. What the hell is wrong with you? The it, Again, no damn screens. I've said it before yeah. in some of these shows. Maybe if there were screens in the window, it would have been harder for her to get out. But then again, she probably just wouldn't have went out the front door since right. they were totally because cool the with the baby. was already dead. <laughs> yes, they couldn't have stopped her. But what the hell? This little girl has no sense. Oh, you're dead? I want to go play with you. Yay. What? She had there. There is something that attracts her to this type of stuff. Apparently. Well, I mean, if the story is true about the what was it, the whistling man? Right. At least in this version, obviously. Is if it's true, then yeah, maybe somehow it's like drawing her out anyway. Yes. But oh my god! And well, the wife. Why am I forgetting the wife's name? Marilyn. Thank you. She comes home, sees the babysitter, kind of freaks out. Goes looking for the girls, and the other sister is like, oh, she ran off with Marcus. It's like, wait, what? Exactly. And so, yes, uh, they have to find her before something terrible happens. I think we're past that. Yes, Just, I think you're a little bit too late for that. Yeah. I think something terrible is happening. She ran off with a ghost. Yes. And So, of course, oh. a manhunt ensues, and, of course, they gather everybody that has volunteered, including Roman, and it's dusk, so it's getting dark quickly, and they head off into the woods. Yes, 
And, and they don't make it too far before they see a whole bunch of ghosts in the woods. And then they start seeing dead animals at this point, or not just yet? No, it was the next. Oh, the next thing. Trip in. Okay. Next morning, and yes, they get. I think one of the guys actually gets chased down by the ghosts, and mm. yeah, because all of a sudden Roman's like, "Run!" and he's yelling yeah. this, and they're like, "What did he say?" Yeah. Uh, if you hear him yell, and it didn't sound like I found her, chances are probably pretty good. It means get the hell out. Yes. Just throwing that out there. But yeah, so they go back and he figures out that in the dark with no electricity, they're pretty strong. Right. So, okay, we have to wait till morning because that's not going to have that mom freaking out. Yes. And whatever is going on with Abigail will continue to be going on with Abigail. Right. So, oh, Isabel, that's her sister's name. Ha <laughs> ha. Yes. They return to the house and they find Isabel has... Done some creative work of her own, shall we say. Yeah, I feel like with all of that, she would have probably been passed out. Right. To lose that much blood to draw that huge drawing. Right. Yeah, that would have drained that poor little girl's <laughs> dry almost. Yeah, that's a lot of blood. Yeah, she bit her finger. So do a little finger painting in blood. What? What the hell is happening? Right. And you go, okay. You have art supplies then, right there. Right. <laughs> These ghosts are definitely going after the children because they're the easiest to, shall we say, overtake. Yeah, easiest to prey on. Right. Now, what's funny was Abigail was the artist, and this was Isabel that did it. Oh. Or was it? Oh, that makes more sense now. Okay. Right. So, of course, she tells him that, she knows almost exactly where they are, so they go out the next morning, and this is where they first find the graveyard of all the dead animals. Okay. I knew they ran into a whole lot of dead animals. Yeah. That was pretty rough. Yeah. And she leads them to a tree that looks like we've been invaded by the body snatchers. Yeah, it's a whole pod, weird pod thing. Right, on the base of this tree. Yeah, I love it. Oh, she's in there. Uh, she's in this weird pregnant tree thing. That's probably not good. No, not good at all. Of course, Billy touches it and about has an orgasm. Yeah, what does he say? Something along the lines of, uh, yeah, if you want to remember anything past right now, put gloves on. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay, that sounds really not good. Right. But luckily he had gloves and they, they start cutting her out. And, yeah, you have Abigail in there, and and she's covered in, like, weirdness. <laughs> I don't even know what it was. A whole lot of weirdness. But, like, as this is happening, Isabel, like, throws up, and she's like, we have to leave. We have to leave. We gotta go. It's like, okay, this kid's flipping out. This is not good. No. Hurry up. Yes. Faster. <laughs> right. And, I mean, they get her home, and, you know, they're giving her a bath and trying to, you know, Talk to her, and she's just totally shut down. Yeah. And I don't know. Comatose, right. Basically. I don't know she just why. just off into space. But then she grabs a mirror. Who the hell has a hand mirror next to the tub? But whatever. Right. And then she's just staring at her face, and I'm like, what is happening? Because you knew something had to be funky. Yes. Absolutely funky. Yeah. It was just a big question mark right there for me. Yeah. Uh, I'm thinking... 
that's probably not Abigail that you knew. Right. It's like, did they kind of lobotomize her almost, or what? At least she wasn't completely comatose. She was just like, yeah, just kind of out of it, I guess. Yeah. That was weird. But then it gets stranger. Yeah, because Billy and Roman take a big hunk of that stuff off the tree and take it over to Lambda to have them look at it. Of course, Billy reports that, yeah, when he touched it with his bare hands, he started feeling woozy. I love the scientists. They're like, oh, okay. And they're just going about their business like, no big deal. This is normal. Right. Uh, what? What is happening up here at Lambda that we don't know about? And I can't wait to find out. I know. I'm like, I need more information on Lambda, like, now. Right. Because Landis is there, but... She's not really the lead scientist on this. Apparently, this is a French botanist. Thank God they have a botanist. Yeah. Because, yes, the test results come back. It's like, of course, they come back super fast. And it's like everything that was showing on the test show that this was almost like an embryonic sac. Yes. So I, I love it because I think even Landis looked at her like, what? And asked her. So it was like gestating abigail like a fetus what does this mean at least she had the grace to look confused yeah so it wasn't like oh of course that's what it was because i'm listening to this going okay are they trying to like duplicate her are they trying to do something so that another ghost can like take her over yeah that's what i'm thinking when they say gestating is like yeah, you're trying to merge a ghost into that poor girl's body. Yeah, so funky. Yeah. So, of course, we can't forget Marilyn and her uh, house calls. So she goes out and checks on a geriatric patient, Dottie, and notices a growth on her arm, which she lances. Yeah, this is the part I said I should not have been eating while I was no, watching. No, not at all. Yeah, I was eating ice cream, which made it worse. Thanks, sci-fi. <laughs> Warning, do not eat pudding or ice cream during this episode. That's what you need at the beginning. Yes. Because I'm like, oh. <laughs> yeah, it was rough. Yes, yes. it was very... Um... <laughs> Graphic? Yeah. At least it wasn't like smell-o-vision, because that would have been even worse. Thank God, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but... that had to stay? Oh, God, yeah. But, I mean... She's a doctor. This is what she does. She bandages the wound and gives her antibiotics. She's like, all right, make sure you change this and do this. And don't forget to take all your antibiotics. It's like, okay. And then all of a sudden, Dottie starts talking about her husband who's been dead. Right. And I'm like, that doesn't sound good. No. And not at all. No. Because she does say something along the lines of, oh, yeah, he said it would be easier if I just went with him, but when have I ever listened to him? Right. So I'm like, okay, maybe she really is talking to what she thinks is her husband, and she's strong enough to fight it. Yeah. But maybe no, because Marilyn goes back and says something along the lines of, this isn't healing quite right. Are you doing everything right. I told you to do? Yes, I'm just old. I'm just old. I'm like, all right. And she's like, oh, here, let me get some tea and cake. And, like, we see Marilyn eating this, and I'm like, that cake doesn't look right. Right. And right when I'm thinking that, Marilyn's like, oh, I think it went bad. This doesn't taste right. And then you see, like, all the mold all over it. 
Yes. And I, I was like, again. Why? <laughs> that's gross. Yeah, poor stomach just. <laughs> Why? That's so gross. Obviously food coloring, but still, ew. And this was weirder because I'm like, all right, this can't be whoever Dottie was. Right. Because she's like, oh, we're going to kill your whole family. It's like, holy shit. What? This this yeah. nice old lady? This is not a nice old lady. This is not no. like our our friendly ghost who was helping out Roman. Yeah, this is not Maggie. Right. And then suddenly Marilyn's like, all right, uh, grabs a taser. She's like, I'm sorry. And she just kind of zaps it. Doesn't zap anybody, just uses it like kind of right there. Right. And it's like, oh, my God. The ghost is like not there anymore. It's just the body that looks like it's been decaying for how long? A long time. It looked like it had just gotten hit with a um, a flamethrower. Right. So I'm like, how? First, how did you smell? Not smell that? Yes. And it, so seriously, how long could that have been there? And that's really weird. And I know that okay, you're gonna decay, but that was not an instant. That was not a week or two. No. No. This this looked like uh it was gross because it was listening. So uh yeah. Let's move on, because I'm grossing myself out. <laughs> but Marilyn now believes. She didn't want well, to. she's experienced it, but she's still not completely believing all the supernatural part of it. True. And, she kind of believes that. Right. And so that's still ca- that's causing more and more issues between her and Val. Especially, you know, she's going through, going through this. They go through... The missing Abigail and is just causing way too much stress on the family unit, and I don't see this lasting too much longer. Something's gonna get have to give. Yeah. Hopefully, it won't be their marriage because we have the the girls who are not getting along, and it's really strange because you had Abigail and Isabel. One always would draw, one would always read, and right. suddenly we're seeing them. We're seeing. The one girl, Isabel, doing all of it, reading right. and drawing at the same time, because that's so easy. Granted, I multitask, but dang, that's that was impressive. Right. And it was real interesting to see how Isabel interacted with her mom there at the table when it's just those two. Because you almost expected to kind of see her lift her shirt up and and you see Abigail's face and her belly talking. Yeah. But she opens her mouth and like both of the girls somehow talk out of her mouth without her moving her right. lips. I was like, what the hell? Yeah. This is some weird shit. Sure is. And that may be part of that tree gestation thing was yeah, they were hollowing uh, Abigail out and her spirit went and jumped in Isabel and is now causing all kinds of conflict with her. Yeah, especially, well, because we don't, really don't know everything that's happening. And it's just strange because Abigail and Isabel are fighting, like physically fighting the two girls. Right. Because, you know, Isabel's like, don't touch Mr. Bojangles, the ferret. And when Abigail touches him... He dies. She didn't do anything because, like, all of a sudden he changes colors and just dies. Right. So it's like she sucked the life out of him or something. Yes, she did. And so that just had to be everything that was happening, like, in the forest, right? 
Yes. So, again, creepy. Thank you. So, something is is not right, obviously. And right. Roman yeah, tried course. looking at the girls. And yeah. he just seen, like, the two spirits in Isabel, but didn't know that it's Abigail and Isabel. Right. So, this can be really tricky. And I don't know if he's going to be able to help them. Right. Because, of course, Marilyn does the thing, you know, what she knows to do, and she sedates Abigail. Well, I mean, it looked like uh, Isabel was going to kill Abigail. Yeah. With a, what was it, a uh, triangle? Yeah. Square. Whatever. It's a drawing tool. It's been a while since I've had to think of what it is. No, that was a square, right? Square. She wasn't using a compass. Whatever. You guys watched it. You know what it was. It was weird. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Anyway, you can write me and tell me. Sean at Fangirl Zone. Go ahead. Sorry, Steve. And so after Roman lets them know that, yes, one girl is okay as far as he can tell, but the other isn't, they decide to uh, let the women and their daughters sleep. But uh, Abigail refuses to remain idle. No. Yeah. Even with the drugs, she gets up, sneaks out of her bedroom, walks down to Father's Dan's church, and begins a remodel with the windows and her fist. Yeah, and Roman had followed her. Yes, he knew something had to be up and was hanging around outside the house when she snuck out, and he kind of followed her. And this was really and he weird. Sees all the yeah. guys coming towards the uh, church. So that's not a good thing either. No. So what is Father Dan doing down in the basement exactly? What right. has is, he done? Is the Father Dan still <laughs> down in the basement? Ah, he may have got sucked into it. Obviously, this was something that was hidden away for a reason. What have you yes. done, Father Dan? So, wow. Okay, just wow. So what do you guys think is happening? We want to know your theories. Send us something at sci-fi talk at fangirlzone.com because this was so weird and out there. Like, I don't even know how to explain it, but man, creepy kids. I've said it yep. before. I'll say it forever. Creepy kids, they'll get you. They'll be the death of you. So anyway, don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes and every other platform you're finding us on. I know iTunes is getting a little difficult with the way they're changing their podcasts, but if you're listening to us there, thank you. So if you're listening, make sure you tell your friends and because that and the reviews will help people find our show. And we appreciate you know, talking to you guys and listening. And I want to know theories, though. Come on, guys. Tell me your theories on this. And, of course, we are always here to hear any kind of theories. Any tinfoil hat theories you got? We'll put on our tinfoil hats and be right there with you. <laughs> uh, don't forget to tweet along with us, or Steve, because us doesn't always happen. <laughs> and it's so weird. Make sure you hashtag Ghost Wars while you're doing this, because that makes a difference with the show, with the showrunners. And you have a lot of the cast actually popping on and talking. The writer's yep. room is always on, though. Yes. They're great, because they will answer in a heartbeat. So... This one was was crazy up and down and ugh, more creepy kids. So for this episode of Sci-Fi Talk, I am Sean Fangirl-Ass. And I'm Steve. No offense, but Rodney to me was like a cleanup on aisle seven. And until next time. <laughs>